0: Which includes all the podcast video content and supplemental screen shares if you enjoy the podcast please consider leaving a five-star review on iTunes with that being said I'm your host David aka Reverse Long and this is the friendly bear podcast let's dive in alright guys this is David aka Reverse Long with the friendly bear podcast today we're gonna go over Michael Lewis's book Liar's Poker so Michael Lewis, uh, he's the guy that wrote The Flash Boys, The Big Short, and Moneyball. Um, this movie on The Big Short and Moneyball. Uh, all, all awesome books. In fact, I'm going to do a review on Flash Boys pretty soon because uh, I got an interview of coming up with Hein Bodek, and it's about like HFT traders and all that stuff, so I can't wait for that one. But yeah, Michael Lewis, yeah, a legendary author. Um, this was one of his first books and this book I'm going over it now because I'm going over like my whole audiobook collection and this is one of the shorter ones it's about like a three hour a three hour book in audio so you can like kind of put it like 1.2 1.3 speeds and knock it out pretty quick and uh, yeah I read it in the past a couple of times and when I first read it was when I was like a newer trader and I didn't really understand what was going on I just like had it play, and like I'll be working out or driving or whatever it's kind of like just to hear it, just to hear it but uh yeah now going over it it, it's, it was a lot more clear I can understand like the language a little more and understand what's going on more now since I got I, I know a lot more about about the whole finance game and trading and all the markets and stuff but yeah liar's Poker is one of uh is this like Michael Lewis's experiences in Wall Street um, you know, it's one of his earlier books, so it's, it's considered like a semi autobiography of his, um, how he got started in Wall Street. So he got started as a bond salesman in Wall Street in the 80s. The book was written in 1989. Um, yeah, so it's, it's about his experience in Solomon Brothers, which is now a subsidiary of Citigroup. So the book takes place like in 1984, uh, when he's first trading at the firm. And, you know, Uh, Okay, so what else? Yeah, in the 1980s, Solomon Brothers was like the best firm someone could work for. And then, so the book's name is taken from Liars Poker, a gambling game popular with the bonds traders in the book. And okay, a little background on Michael Lewis. So uh, Michael Lewis started, uh, he he went to, he got his bachelor's degree in art history. So like he, and he was trying to go make a lot of money in, in, in like working for a firm. So like, with an art history degree, you can't really—you don't—you know—you're not gonna really get get into any firm. So what he did was he enrolled at the London School of Economics. So he went all the way to London, and he had a cousin, like a British cousin, and that invited him to a banquet, and uh, his British cousin sat him next to—hold he sat him next to the London managing partner at Solomon Brothers. So, uh, to his wife. So, it was like kind of like a setup. So, Michael Lewis, his uh, cousin arranges for him to go, you know, he, he was invited to a banquet, and then his cousin sits him next to the wife of the managing partner of Salomon Brothers in England. And then he kind of like impresses the wife, and then the wife introduces him to the managing partner, and then uh, the managing partner was able to get him an interview in New York, and it went through, so he went to New York. So it was kind of like a crazy story of how he got started with his background in art history. He uh, And then, you know, going to London, and London School of Economics. I think he graduated, and the London School of Economics actually really is, one of, is probably the top one in the world. So he was a smart guy regardless. Um, okay, so the book goes over a bunch of Wall Street culture. Like, the, in the 80s, it was just, like, rampant with, like, Just being like you know super obnoxious in the firm and like everybody's cursing each other out all the time and just a you know rampant excitement and like kind of like a like a just a really degenerate culture you know. Um, So Lewis was like one of the guys that was one of the well, well behaved guys and he he conducted himself pretty professional from what I gathered in the book and he made the company a lot of money made millions and, but he didn't like the culture. Uh, so Lewis quickly noticed that the traders of Solomon Brothers had obnoxious behavior and the money culture of Wall Street as a whole was obscene. The book is a, has an unflattering portrayal of Wall Street traders and salesmen, their personalities, their beliefs, and their work practices. The culture was mostly screaming orders out high pressure situations, and the book refers to it as the laws of the jungle. Okay, most of the people at the firm have studied economics, but they really use that knowledge. All right, yeah, and the book basically goes over 1980s and, and 90s Wall Street takeover era culture, and it's a good insight for that era. All right, now, um, now my review on the book. So that, that's a little, that's the background on the book, and my review on the book. Okay, so going into this book, I was expecting more like some kind of insider tidbits that I can use like usually with these books you get a little bit of some kind of little nugget of of information that you can use some you know a takeaway but in this one really it was just more like entertainment Um, and uh, yeah it's really nothing useful you can take out of it it's just like 1980s uh, culture you know and like this is like a a culture of of Wall Street and it's kind of like you know uh what people think training is like a bunch of excitement and like uh you know a bunch of craziness and it's not that actually these days it's, it's the total opposite you gotta be like a like a, in a zen state to deal with the, the swings up and down as if you're trading you're tra- you know um you know you gotta you gotta be in tune with yourself and, and really 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 in control of your emotions in this book is like it talks about all the all the crazy characters that they had none of them had control of their, their emotions and what's funny is i was listening to um a podcast yesterday it's uh confessions of a market maker and they had kim and curtain on there and it was jj all day ray guy i interviewed all day ray and i interviewed kim and curtain kim and is the wall street coach and jj is the market maker there hopefully i can interview him on one of these podcasts but uh he was talking about JJ. Was talking about like back in the day. I'm assuming it was like the 80s and 90s. He's he was a market maker. He as a market maker, they're just executing orders and just like kind of manipulating the game and all types of stuff, shady stuff. And uh, that's like gray area, legal, illegal. But anyway, that the, the market makers can show up to the you know to the trading desk hungover or on. on whatever a coke or I don't know whatever they want to do because um, they're just executing orders and just like having an agenda and a dump all the orders here I don't know uh you know what I mean uh but uh traders they they can't really they can't do that like like what I do or what anybody here in this office does like you know you really you gotta be in control of your emotions and all that this book is like absolutely not that um it's interesting though you know it's entertainment but uh yeah the book was just entertaining. I hope like when I go and reread, so I, I'm gonna read Flash Boys next. Flash Boys, um, I think there's some insight you can get out of that. From what I remember, I gotta I'm gonna reread it, and I'll be making a podcast about it. So we'll, we're gonna see about that. But um, definitely when I read the Money Moneyball, I definitely got a lot of that one. The Big Short, that one too. Um, this one, not so much. But, uh, yeah, it's it's still still a a good read, you know. uh, It's one of these finance books you can read and educate yourself of of history in the past, you know. So in case you see it again. Um, But, yeah, that's about it. Thank you for listening to the Friendly Bear Podcast, Friendly Bear Book Club. I'll see you guys later. That concludes today's episode. Make sure to like and subscribe to the channel on the platform you use. The Friendly Bear Podcast is hosted by me, David where you can find me on Twitter at Reverse underscore Long. You can find the Friendly Bear Podcast at www.thefriendlybearpodcast.com, as well as on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Audible, Amazon Music, and now on YouTube at Friendly Bear Research. Until next time, thank you for listening to the Friendly Bear Podcast.